Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. These past few months, no doubt, have been very interesting to live in in these times. And I'm very annoyed at times about all the political signs that are up, voting for candidates, as I'm trying to make a right turn, but my view is blocked from the lane there. They're all over the place there, and you're reminded that's right in front of you. And sometimes it's so negative and not very positive or goes after our better angels. My text messages and emails have been uploaded. Every 10 minutes, it seems like there's another message, who to vote for and all. So I get frustrated with that. And even during sacred time and watching football, there's commercials that are <laughs> right there and going, oh, God. Huh? And yet, recently, I still voted. I didn't opt out. And you know, I thought of the 8 billion people now. We're about ready to hit, and we maybe already have 8 billion people on the earth right now at this very moment. Huh? A significant number of them have no say. People in charge or their leaders, whoever it is, will tell them how to live and what to be. And I remember from a little boy all the way up to recently that I would stay up election night and it would be amazing as commentators would say, the people have voted for new leaders and they're sweeping change. Or they've decided to stay the course and keep this direction. The people have done it. And if anything, I didn't opt out. And I hope all of you won't opt out either, but to take seriously the call to vote. I find great comfort that I didn't opt out from today's three readings. St. Paul addresses this very thing in the book to the second letter to the Thessalonians, the community there. And what was happening there as he established it, there was a misunderstanding of Paul's writing and saying, well, once you're baptized, you're not going to die. And they kind of said, well, Paul, we are baptized and many of us are dying. What's going on? And there's this false letter going on saying, Jesus is coming at any moment. Don't go out into the world. Just stay there in your own piety, in your own way, and just let the world go by. And just stay right there because it's going to happen any moment. Paul has to write a second letter to him and going, calm down. huh?" He's saying, don't opt out of the world, Christians. Go into the world. And what he says is, look, evil is going to be around, but don't be fearful because Christ is with you. And what he's telling us is that dealing with difficult situations and issues in the world doesn't all depend on us. God is with us. God is the one that's going to guide us there. So we don't have to live our lives in judgment of others and pointing out who's the enemy and who we're angry about because it's our job to make sure everyone believes and knows God. Paul says, calm down. Jesus is with you. We're still going to have to confront things, but it all doesn't depend just on me and you alone. I find great comfort in the second letter, the second book of Maccabees. It's the story of the Syrian king who wants to go after the Jews and help and force them to worship pagan gods and to get rid of their Jewish way of life and their religion as well. And so he meets much persecution. And this story, briefly, is about seven brothers who are going to be tortured and killed for the faith, and the mother is right there with them grieving. But what happens is, is that, okay, we're going to be confronted with opposition and persecution, but I know that we will rise again on the last day. That's the beginning roots of resurrection, saying that we will not die again, but that we will live forever. 
And so what it says is that God will win in the end. You and I don't have to make the place of God or be God-like to others in the sense of pointing out condemnation and it's in our responsibility. If we don't fight against everything, then we're at fault and we're to blame. God will win out in the end. We cooperate with God. We do what we can. But God's ways are going to win out in the end. And that's where I find great comfort, that even if we're just lost and people aren't living the right way and things are falling apart, God will see us through the end. That's what the resurrection of the dead means for us. And then we deal with opposition. Jesus deals with a group called the Sadducees. Now, they're the fundamentalists of the day. If it's not written in the Torah, it doesn't exist. And so there's no word resurrection or eternal life in there, so it doesn't happen. They're the type of group that believes this is it. You live your life, do as well you can, and then you're done. Nothing's left. And so today they mock Jesus. They make fun of him because there's this law about a wife that doesn't have any child and she's got to marry all the brothers. Now, they choose the number seven. It's symbolic. It's kind of like a child saying, well, this is a trillion, billion, zillion. Well, this is what the Sadducees are doing. Hey, Jesus, this is funny because this law, well, who's she going to be married to in this heaven? Because it's going to keep happening. And I'm thinking, why does she keep marrying the brothers? Maybe she needs to choose somebody else. huh? So they're mocking Jesus. And Jesus, of course, stands up to that. But I think about you who are mocked sometimes by your family members. Oh, you still believe? Oh, you still go to church? Huh? Oh, you think you're holy? Huh? Sometimes it's most painful when our family members are the ones that wound us. Our neighbors, people that we work with and all. There's going to be opposition. And yet Jesus in the end says, those who are faithful, it will come. But it all doesn't depend on you and me. So what is our response to what's going on in this week in our country and, of course, in the world? And it's really for Christians to really look at their behavior. What is our behavior and our response in bringing and not opting out into the world, but going into the world? St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, you say that you can do anything you want. But is it beneficial? You say you have the right to do anything, but is it constructive? You see, some Christians are modeling really poor, harmful behavior. A behavior that demonizes people, that makes them self-righteous, and they play the role of God. And I have news for you. God doesn't need you in that role. Stop being that way. You can make a difference by your presence. I voted. I don't know if it's going to make a difference or not, but in a symbolic way, my Christian faith went out into the world. And that's what God wants, because you never know who you're going to encounter by your presence. On Friday night, your Sunny Slope Vikings won a big upset. They beat number two, Desert Mountain. That's school right next door there, huh? So it was a big win, yeah. So... 
The week before, there's this young lady, she's a student. She must be from the yearbook, because she had a camera with her. So I'd see her on the sidelines, and of course, she wanted to protect them that they don't get hurt, and she's asking questions about football and what's, how to take pictures. So, you know, we're friendly on the sidelines with all the people that we are there. And so she decided to show up for practice again briefly, and I had to kind of push her out of the way that don't get hurt, you know. She was on the field taking pictures there, and so guiding her along. And then I saw her Friday night at the game. So here we are on the sidelines, again, friendly and, and good, and I've been kind to her. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the heat of the game, she goes up to me and goes, I hear you're a priest. And I said, uh, yeah. And then she had 20 questions for me. What do you do all day? Why did you decide to become one? I'm Eastern Orthodox. What's the difference? And all. Like 20 questions. And I go, you know, there's a middle of a game right here. huh? Let's kind of hold off on that. But you know what? It was just my presence that allows her to ask. But I'm thinking about all of you who just in your presence are asked that you're going to have your child baptized or a grandchild or a family member, and you tell someone you're going, and they ask you questions. I heard you went to church. What would you do Sunday morning? We went to church. We went to Mass. Why do you do that? Uh, I hear you're Catholic. I hear you're Christian. What are your thoughts on things? They're going to ask you. And I guess the question is, what is your behavior? And what are you modeling? And you don't have to be in the position of the judgment seat of God. He doesn't need you or me to do that. Jesus is with you every moment. Yes, even when we're confronting evil. But to opt out and say, this world's going to hell in a hat basket. I'm not going to make a difference. I'm only thinking about myself, my kind, people who think and are like me. That is not what a Christian does. St. Paul says, don't opt out. Go. But you're going to confront evil, but the word of God is going to spread. And you and I are going to meet people. Is our behavior beneficial and constructive. That's what Christians need more than anything else right now. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 